When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. Yep, welcome, one and all. It's a big one. It is a big, big, big one. We've all been waiting for, and we're very excited. And you're all you're all here to hear it, right? That's mm. why you've all come. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny. The fifth and final indie movie. Unless, fifth and final know, Harrison Ford. Reanimate him in his 90s, maybe. We'll no, see. They're, but... not. they're going to restart it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're going to uh, go again. They're going to get a new actor. I don't know if they're going to go Young Indiana Jones, like the TV series that was once. Maybe. Maybe. Quite enjoyed that. Quite liked Young Indiana Jones. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But I don't. This is not the last we've seen of this character, I don't think. No. Um, even not. though, word on the street is it's struggling in the box office, Rich. Which is surprising. It was absolutely rammed when I went. Was it? Mine was, yeah. I would say, three quarters full. It was rammed, and to, and to be honest, like there, it was fuller in other screens. I was because I was looking to get tickets, and I bought tickets for the one I went to mm. relatively late in the evening because it wasn't as full, and I could get seats easier. But all the others looked really full. What was the audience the like? As in parents with kids or adults with dates? No, it was or... about nine o'clock at night, so not. Oh, many. okay. Not adults. only parents with kids, mostly adults. Yeah, mostly like our age and older. I would say I'm not sure. Lots of youngsters, but then it was a Saturday night, so yes. you know the youngsters are probably out of the pub and stuff, aren't they? Or whatever they do these days. <laughs> whatever they yeah. used to. Do, is, is nightclubbing still a thing? Is it? Do we dare call it not a disco? Not a clue, mate. Not a clue. No, it's been a long time since I was a club. Young. Yeah, but Give anyway, more, guys, we used to yeah. go clubbing. We we went to clubs. I've occasionally been to a club. Yeah, it has happened. I've seen Rich dance. Yeah, badly. Yeah, <laughs> didn't want to say that. Uh, Rich. Yes. I think it's time we really kick this into gear because this mm. is why the the lovely audience are here. That's why they're all come to hear our thoughts. But first, obviously, they want to hear your synopsis of Indiana Jones and the Dial yes, of Destiny. Uh, and I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's pretty much an indie movie. It's an it's a it's a MacGuffin hunt. Which Indiana James movies always are. Um, I'm going to try not to spoil it too much, uh, but it kicks off with a young Indy trying to um, reclaim some stolen treasure back from the Nazis, essentially. 
and he ends up picking up the MacGuffin, which in this case is called the Antikythera, which actually exists, by the way. We'll come back to that. Oh, good. So the Antikythera dial, which is some sort of uh, thing that Archimedes apparently invented, um, according to the movie. And yeah, he's with Toby Jones, and they're you know they're trying to get this thing. They end up on a train. There's lots of Nazis, and then we skip forward after that big adventure where Indians, Indian friends have have got that got that MacGuffin, and the Nazis are all being captured by the Brits. Uh, the war is over, and we skip forward to 1969, where man has just landed on the moon. Everyone's excited. Indy is old, 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 and old. Is, genuinely very miserable he's nice to see that his his skills as a teacher have not improved um <laughs> in the in those in those years he's still a rubbish teacher yeah but essentially his uh, his goddaughter turns up looking for the dial she's the daughter of uh, toby jones's character basil who is the person who got the dial with indy from the nazis turns out that basil died uh, she turns up to speak to indy about the dial and they end up on a bit of a rip-roaring adventure uh, where the Nazis, Ooh. spoiler alert, not dead. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the main Nazis, who are uh, played by Mads Mikkelsen, the main dude, is back to kind of get hold of the of the MacGuffin and, uh, and use it for nefarious Nazi powers to go back in time and not and to kill Hitler earlier but to take over the Nazi party and win the war for the Nazis, essentially. Yeah. So yeah. It's, now it's a little, it's a thing. It's a thing. It, the DNA is all there, like Rich said. It's this is an, an indie, indie film. movie. It's it feels very much like I think for me, Crystal Skull didn't feel like an Indiana Jones movie, and this really felt like an Indiana yes. Jones movie. Things play very similar to Raiders and Glass Crusade. Yeah. Before we really yeah. dive into it. We're going to do spoilers, right? We are. We're going to have to do spoilers, yeah. Because that's the kind of critics we are. We like yeah. to ruin movies for we you, are. the paying public. We're not good at, at lack of spoilers. <laughs> we I are mean, all, I mean, yeah, okay. And I think we could, yeah, we could talk about good and bad stuff as well, because I, I think it's going to be hard for me to hide. I really enjoyed it. I came <laughs> out with a big smile on my face, and I thought, do you know what? i I really, really liked it. I'm a big Indiana Jones fan. When I was a kid, I wanted to be Indiana Jones pretty much more than anything else in the world. And I came out of that movie really high and really happy. And once now I've come down a little bit. There are flaws in it, but I, st- I still want to go. You know how often I go back to the cinema to watch a movie, Dave? It's, it's tough. not often. And I'm te- I'm, I think I'm going to go back and watch it again. Oh, that's nice. I'm I'm really glad that. It. Where do I lie? I am also in the positive camp. Nice. Very much Good. in the positive camp. Relieved, I would say, uh, for me <laughs> after watching that. And yes, it's it's much better than Crystal Skull. Mm. I can see why people might not like it in parts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially that third act, that third act, yeah, uh, that third act, you kind yes. of got to go with it. The third act is where I have issues, but it's an indie film. Let's those, go back and those issues and remember already, that yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark they do open the Ark of the Covenant, <laughs> so it's not like indie's ever been that believable. And in in the Last Crusade, there's a there's an immortal knight waiting for them and stuff yes. like that. And he, yeah, reincarnation and and uh, you know. 
Jesus. Unbelievable thing is happening. Real. Yeah. And as Mad, Mads Mikkelsen says a lot through this, it's not magic, it's maths. It's mathematics. So, you know. Maths is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Right. Let's go through the positive things first. Okay. Um, and positive then we'll work things. our way down. I would say the opening, the first few scenes, feel so much like an indie movie that it made me not even notice the de-aging. I was back in 1980, whatever it was, watching watching Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, you know, like I was being a kid again. It's a cracking first half it's now. A it's a cracking open. It really is. It's so good. And in fact, actually, I know there's going to be some comments about the de-aging because <laughs> it's not perfect yet. Actually, I felt the de-aging on Mads Mikkelsen was more jarring than it was on, on Indy. Actually, well, Mads Mikkelsen doesn't look Mads Mikkelsen doesn't look very old as it is, and when he came back, I was like, "Is he kind of rubbery when they de-age him?" Though, well, so did Harrison. Oh yeah, yeah, but I mean, for me, it stood out more on Mads Mikkelsen, if I'm honest. And they probably didn't need it as much. It's really good. It like um, Mm. de-aging is improving. I really would like them to come forward, like redo this in ten years when we really nailed it. That would be my wish. Uh, there's some scenes like when he's not talking I think it's really good mm. they haven't quite nailed skin yet that's the problem uh, and it doesn't quite go with the mouth but it feels like an Indiana Jones opening it's like a prologue it's loads better than Peter Cushion in Star Wars right like we've oh, come on a long way since then it, we've come on a long way since Rogue One and the, the Carrie Fisher problem we've had in that film this is a much improvement on that for me it wasn't enough to take me out of it. I accepted it pretty quickly because yeah. um, it's so much fun. And Toby Jones is there and he's doing this slight comic relief, like mm. indie companion, funny stuff, that fish out water kind of thing. And it works. And him and Harrison Ford, if it is Harrison Ford or whatever, a body double at that point, yeah. uh, going along. It's great fun. There's, there's, It's all on a train, basically. And then again, lots of Nazis. Indiana Jones films are always best. When there's Nazis. When there's Nazis, yeah, you're right. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, lots of Nazis, definitely an indie movie. That was Tick. That was like yeah, one of the first ones. Like, tick. tick, Nazis, Harrison Ford, I think Ford, another, tick. T- another Tick for me is genuinely Harrison Ford's performance. I think it's incredible. I think he does a, such a good job, both as young indie and old, embittered, slightly hobbly indie. Definitely not the action star we've seen previously. Well, time's taking its toll. You can tell he loves this character, though. That's the thing. Like, you see him as Han Solo, and it's kind of like, he doesn't really want to be there. I think I think he uh, it felt like he had a blast in mm. this movie. You know, he genuinely like wanted he, to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Because time's taking its toll on Indy. His body is not what it is. He even no. there's a few wisecracks of that. And he mentions a few things that's gone wrong with him. And also mentally, he's not in the right place because spoiler: Marion and him have separated. Yeah, uh, I like what they did with Mutt because there was Me a big too. issue about Mutt in the previous film and what they were going to do in this film. I was wondering what they were going to do, and I think they handled that really well. Beautiful scene, beautiful scene when he's talking to her. But Helena. also before that, it hints at it before that, right? So there's a there's a shot of Indy's apartment and the camera pans across like a sideboard and there's a black and white picture of Sean Connery next to a black and white picture of of Shia LaBeouf 
and a folded up American flag that they give the families when a I soldier's died. I did spot died. American flag. Yes, I did spot that. And I was wondering who died. And I wasn't clever enough to put two and two together at that point. Oh, I did. I saw it and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's where Mutt is then. Oh, and, and you know, that works because uh, Shia LaBeouf was awful in the previous one. And we can all yeah, he's one of the worst things. Thank the heavens he's not, he's not yeah. in this film. Uh, and Charlotte Buff, you know, is a hard person to like, and some roles suit him, but that one, that one didn't. No, it didn't. No. Um, so glad that didn't happen. Glad. I was worried about the Marion thing because I love Harrison, um, not Harrison Ford. Well, I do like Harrison Ford and Karen. I like Indy and Marion. Yeah, uh, me too. I like them together. I liked their chemistry in uh, Kingdom Skull. I love their chemistry, obviously, in, in Raiders. So having them not together was. I would say a little bit problematic for me at the beginning. Mm. By the time we got to the end, yeah, I mean, it all came together in that final scene when yeah. Marion turns up. And you, and you, oh man, those two chemistry, even just. It's great, isn't it? It's oh my great. God. That, that, when they're redoing that scene from Raiders of like, where does it hurt scene? And I just had this yeah. giant smile on so my face. Cute, and I just it? think these two are really good together. And I can mm. see why they didn't put it in the rest of the film because you needed that angst from Indy you needed that reason why he wasn't kind of doing what he used to do and why he he was well I he think, hated a lot of people I think if this had been a Spielberg directed film you might have ended up with Marion in it and I think because it's a James Mangold directed film who does bitter a lot better than, mm, that's an know, interesting point I think maybe that's why it works because I think he does it well I do think much as I enjoyed it I do think it it lacks that uh, Spielberg magic. Of course, I would say that. Of course, I would say yeah, that. Yeah, I can see that, but I do think there is some of that Spielberg magic. But it's there. handled very well by James Mangold. Mm. I liked all the action scenes. The Tuk Tuk ride through Morocco. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I enjoyed the underwater submarine bit, the eels bit. I thought was yeah. really good. It's very CGI, but actually, again, quite. It's not bad. <laughs> it's, no, it's not. not it's not. It's not Crystal Skull bad. No, it's yeah. not like the the Gophers or the Ants or most of that film actually of Kingdom Skull. Yeah, it, a, a Kingdom Skull. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You're close. <laughs> Antonio Banderas turns up for like five minutes. It was quite yeah. jarring. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to do something soon. Nah, no. he doesn't. He's just there because no. he. I think he's my, my, a fan. <laughs> Like, well, that's fair. you don't yeah. turn down these kind of movies, do you? So, no, it was a very, yeah, very small part. I think a- another small part, but actually a big impact was Jonathan Reese Davis, right? Yes, and his sour part. I mean, he has he has a little a little monologue saying about how he misses the desert and the sea and how he wants to go on one last adventure. And I just feel like that was brilliant. I love that. I love that kind of, yes, now. Um, not- <laughs> no, I like I liked it all. I like Salah. I'm a big fan of that character. It's just that you've got a question now in this this, this century that we've got a, like an a, what well, he's meant to be Asian like Egyptian right heritage. Yeah, yeah. John Rhys Davis isn't is it? He, no, he's Welsh. They've yeah. tanned him up a bit. Yeah. So there's a question about that. But for me, I loved seeing him, and I don't know what that makes me as a but. Yeah, I don't think you can have that this story without, and he's he works for the storyline as well. Yeah, he's always been. He's well, yeah. I mean, it's, and it's hard because he's already been in it. You know, what do you do? Do you recast him? And I it think feels you, wrong? No, you wouldn't recast him. You just wouldn't have him in it. Yeah, but for the fans and the diehards, it's I great to see him. It. And then we find out that Indy helped him 
get to America and got his passports or whatever. And I was like, well, that sounds like the Indiana Jones we all know and love. Yeah. Um, always doing things for other people kind of thing. We're going to have to talk about the Helena character, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I've seen, I've seen quite a lot of hate for Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I really struggled with her. I really, really struggled with liking her. I just found her a very unpleasant... I don't think unpleasant, you're supposed unlike, to like her. But I didn't want to spend any time... I just didn't want to be spend any time with her, really. There was no mm. warmth. There was no, like, oh, I can see why she's doing this or a little bit of that. I just... I found her a little bit cold and unlikable. That That's sort of what a lot of people say about said about Indy in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, like... <laughs> no, I get... Harrison Ford has this charm. He has this knack. Mm. The same thing like with Han Solo. These are not likable characters, really. They're they're no. cocky and they, you know, they think a lot of themselves and they don't really and like they do other bad people. Things. And they do bad things. Yeah, I think it's a fine line. I think for what I think she's good in it. I do. Yeah. By the end, you know, once they come together mm. uh, and stop making it hard for me to like her. <laughs> Uh, I thought she was great. I really, that's when the third act, that's when she came into it for me. I th- I think, actually, she's a lot better a character than she might get credit for because I think she's the one that has the real growth in the story. So she starts really unlikable. She's actually, she's out for it for, for herself. She's trying to steal this thing from Indy so she can sell it. She just wants the money. You know, she's, uh, but by the end of it, she's kind of changed by this, an, an incredible adventure that they I'm not, go on. I'm not arguing that fact. I think that's all true. And I, I, so, do you not think she has to be unlikable to start with? No, I'm not saying in order you, to become no, no. likable on that journey. Like I'm saying, you can be unlikable and likable at the same time. That is a knack. Mm, yeah, it's a you know, lots of like Marvel characters have done it. You know, even like Iron Man's not particularly likable, but he's likable kind of thing. Yes, there's there's this charm about. Yeah, him. I I can see what you're saying. I didn't feel that way. I've got to be honest. I like, you know. Honestly, if she it. died halfway through, I'd be like, "Oh, good, we got a reason." <laughs> <laughs> okay. But this is the. I really enjoyed her relationship with Teddy. Oh, see, see, that's the bit I didn't really get. Oh my god! Rich. I was like, "What is the point of Teddy?" Other than going, we kind of needed a short no, round. It, sh- it shows you know? that she has heart a little bit because she's at this point is so cold. True. Yeah. And there's yeah, no mention right. for Teddy for at least maybe an hour, fifteen, hour and twenty. Yeah. And then he pops up, and then you finally realise this woman is has got a heart. Mm. And I was like, okay, we are we're taking steps now. We are. Yeah, okay, I see, I see it. Yeah, yeah, we we'll get there. I, I, I like I liked that Tangier scene, the her trying to sell the thing off in in the where, the casino area, wherever it was, the yeah. bar. From that point on, I think when we got to Tangier, you know, it slowly started to she started to what win me around, but mm. you know making improvements um yeah so i thought with teddy kind of felt a little bit i don't know a little bit wasted maybe like it didn't feel like i was i was wanting a short round but he didn't really have the kind of there wasn't the 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 the, the vibe with him in indy there wasn't, it wasn't really wasn't he didn't really have the comic relief quite so much i don't think it was other than the like swimming bit at the end made me um, laugh yeah and I thought that was all right, but yeah, it wasn't quite this. Yeah, I was uh, a bit cold on the on him to be honest. He wasn't but. there for Indy; he was there for Helena. True, you're right. You're right. You're right. And actually, the whole point of short round and in Indy is that short round softens Indy. There and we go. You're right. We, is that Teddy softens the same point, Helena? Rich, a little yeah, bit. yeah. You think? I think you're right. I think you're right. 
Yeah, I'm agree. I'm agreeing with you, Dave. I'm yeah, I know. Boring. I think a lot of critics <laughs> be like, "Oh, they're just trying to do another short round." Mm. Like you're just trying to tick that's that off the lazy, list. That's a bit lazy, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah. You can again. Yeah. There's no way of looking at it. Not from me, but from I know there. No, are. No, no. I mean, it's a bit lazy of critics to think that because oh, actually, okay. like you say, if you look into it a bit deeper, he's not short round because he's not there for Indy. Like you say, he's there for Helena, and that's you know. I mean, I get I that. made a point. I get it. You did. You made a really good point. And <laughs> yeah. I, you've, I've changed my mind. <laughs> I changed my mind about Helena. She's great. <laughs> and I guess the, the major thing that I kind of... Well, well the, again, I want to talk about a thing that I did like, which is it's it's such an Indiana Jones movie because we all know that in all good Indiana Jones movies, if he does nothing and stays at home, the outcome is still the same. And that's pretty much exactly the same here, right? If he does nothing, Mads Mikkelsen still gets the dial, still goes back in time, still realises he's in the wrong place, still probably dies in a plane crash, and Archimedes still gets his watch, still finishes the dial. Indy doesn't have to do anything. Yes, you're right. You've ruined the film for everyone. I mean, well, that's every indie film, though, isn't it? If you think about it, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the Nazis open the chest, they all die. He He doesn't have to do anything. Like, oh yeah, and they're always going to drink the wrong cup in the end of exactly. Crusade. They're always going to choose the wrong cup. Like that's the whole point of an indie movie. The British turn up at the end of Doom anyway. Yeah, he doesn't have to do anything, <laughs> and the result is still the same. It's just a ride. <laughs> it's just a ride. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think this is as uh, as fun as the the? Let's not ignore the fourth one for a while, or okay. even Doom at point. But Doom's got some really, you know, like the runaway cart thing and. The yeah. bridge ending, which is fucking my first memory of I've, I can ever have of Indiana Jones, was the Temple of Doom, the bridge. Mm. Temple of Doom's a, f- a prequel, isn't it? It is I a prequel. I didn't realise yeah. it was a prequel. It's... Is it as fun? I don't know because I was seven when I watched those movies to start with. So it's take really your son, different. get him in there, ask him. But I, I mean, I genuinely came out of it really happy. Yeah, and really I was beaming. Really, really. Really, like, I, I drove home whistling the theme tune. I didn't. I knew there wasn't an end credit scene, and I still stayed for the credits because I wanted to listen to the music. The music is so good that John Williams when that John kicks Williams in is perfect. Do you know like, what's also perfect. great? The font. As soon as it starts, and they had that Indiana Jones font of just the yeah. the credits of like the associate producer. It's all that mm. classic Indiana. I was like. Oh, we are off and running here. And the right. red line going across the map. It had the map. It had so indie. It's the DNA so is there of an Indiana Jones film. Even yeah. that weird twist for the third act. Yes. Yeah. And now... So that is probably my biggest... <sighs> now, when you say it's your biggest, is the time travel too far? Or what happens in the time travel? I think it's or... what happens in the time travel. I'm okay with most of that until we get the hookup at the end. Yeah, that's the bit that really I really don't like, is that Indy and Archimedes don't need to meet each other. <laughs> you know, that, it's, it's, a bit, it's just a bit too on the nose. It's really weird and bizarre. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's, I don't know what it's doing there. I don't no. know what the point of it is. Other than trying to highlight that he kind of wants to, that Indy kind of wants to die, basically. Because he's sort of saying, just leave me here, just leave me here. I don't want to go is. back. He is. And I wasn't buying any of it. And obviously no. Helena wasn't either. Punch her in the face. Yeah. Uh, and talking about and we got that awesome ending at the end. Actually, her punching him in the face and knocking him out is a brilliant way of getting out, of getting home again, isn't it? The classic Indy it. now Jones is so good at punching people. He should yeah. be a boxer at this point. Like, even yeah. at 80... He was knocking yeah. people out. 
left, right, and center. Yeah, it's nice for him to get knocked on his butt for a change. Yeah. The time <laughs> travel thing, I, I knew it was always going to happen. I've heard rumors that there was yeah, I mean, there was whispers the, of uh, from Roman the moment soldiers. That they said yeah. it's like a time travel device. I was like, oh god, they're going to go back in time. I think you can buy time travel more than you can buy aliens. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because they sort of describe this as, you know, Mads Mikkelsen says, this isn't magic, this is maths. Maths, yeah. You know, it's science that's done this. And so I can understand that. Whereas the, the crystal skull feels like magic. You it's know? weird, like, that, isn't it? Yeah. Because, well, Temple of Doom's a bit magic and a little bit, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And Raiders is magic as well because they open the covenant and everyone's face burns off. And you if know, you like... if people question this, the Dial of Destiny, then I think you should look back and question a little bit of everything that happens Absolutely. in all the other films. Everything. Go question the bit where India is controlled by voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's it's all a bit out there. So you always knew this third act was coming. Um, I think you knew there was going to be some kind of mythical, magical, like surreal. Yeah. Turn. There's always something. Yeah. Something that's fantasy that happens. Fantasy and, is a good word. And actually, I kind I sort of thought, oh, it's interesting that Archimedes has done this thing to. The, the dial isn't to like take the take you wherever you want. It's to take you where back so that he can finish the dial. Essentially, you know, he vents the thing to make you come back to complete the loop. Because so actually, that always has to happen because they're not going back and changing time. They're going back and making sure time still carries on. God, I I, I get that bit. I just don't think they had to have no, the meat. I we are on the same one on this. We are. Hand in hand in agreeing that yeah. there's no way they should have met. It should have just showed him fly over and be like, hey, I'm Yeah, dragon. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Did you think it was a little bit too long? Richard, you're talking to the man who thinks every film past 90 minutes is too long. <laughs> Obviously. I, mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't look at my watch until, the, 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 until about 20 minutes to go. Which is pretty good going for me, but I did I did think it was a little bit I was like, come on, you could have could have wrapped it up a little bit. Less of the time travel shit. The way I see it is that there's a part one which is everything on the train, which is a a little bit of a different film, and then the real film is everything after that. Yeah. The part the train is the prologue, isn't it? Yes. You know, it's not the you know, it's not chapter one, it's the prologue. And you know, that's kind of and then the end is like the epitaph, isn't it? The, The at the end like the bit with marion and stuff did you get what was going on about i'm not quite sure mads mickelson and boy Holdback, whatever his name is and the boyd holbrook yeah okay what initially were they i mean he's helped put men on the moon he's a scientist well, yeah so that's that's i think that's that's based in real life um because essentially i think it was a nazi scientist or a couple of nazi scientists were involved in the moon landing yeah, like they okay. defected to America. They were brought on board. They helped with the moon landing. Right. So he is one. He's essentially one of those Nazi scientists who helped with the moon landing. Boyd Holbrook, I think, is a more modern day Nazi. You know, so are they we've FBI? Got a few of those around so the, now. So the black woman. Sorry, I don't know her name. Is yes, she, I feel like she was meant to be like CIA. Yeah, she or... was like CIA, and she was like their like kind of managing them mads mickelson and and his crew the the giant guy yeah yeah of who's it who's if you if you see him he's just played the giant guy in everything essentially (laughs) like um yes and and boyd holbrook so the three of them like she is she's kind of like their handler i think right almost um and then 
Yeah, and then there's the, she's the CIA, which I uh, I think that's handled sort of feels really a bit badly. wrong, like fit bit kind of weird, doesn't it? That, yeah, like, it's never I'm really sure got how. to grips of what's going on there no, for me. And no, don't you could cut Boyd quite happily out of this, I think. Yeah, except he really looks like a Nazi, though, doesn't he? Yeah, but if we're talking about he taking looks bits like out. an Illinois Nazi from the Blues Brothers. <laughs> You know, like, really good. I hate Illinois Nazis. Yes. He's kind of playing the same character he's playing in Logan, though. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Which is another great James Mangold film. Yeah. So maybe they're just like, ah, just do the same thing you did before. He's not a bad actor. I'm not no. going to say that. But I feel like we could have had less of him. Yeah. Uh, gurning right. and just shooting people willy-nilly. I, I think that probably wouldn't happen in a Spielberg movie again. I think it was Spielberg did it i don't think indy's colleagues would have got shot in cold blood oh, you know good point i don't think that's a spielberg thing is it you know that's there was a lot of people getting murdered who were relatively innocent and... how is he going to prove what he's saying at the end of it as well i don't know mate because he's still up for double like double homicide yeah, double homicide yeah but oh no uh, anyone can prove this oh no i've left them they're all dead in yeah like ancient rome yeah, or whatever they're all <laughs> Yeah, sorry, they're all in Sicily in yeah. like 60 AD, whenever it was. Can, can you just believe Helena? She just, uh, she was there, and then they're just, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know, mate. I don't know. I'm not quite sure that the story 100% works, but, but really enjoyed it. Really, really happy with it. Um, I really came out of it like you, Rich, smiling. I went to my wife, I went, I quite enjoyed that. Are you enjoying yeah. that? And she went, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I was like, I think we've both just enjoyed an Indiana Jones film. And do you know what? I sat there at the beginning and I thought I'd never be sitting down for another Indiana Jones film with Harrison Ford mm. in a cinema. And that gave me a little bit of the tingles, yeah. to be honest. And it's not it's not perfect. It Ooh, isn't perfect. No. But it, it, just, it just gave me the feels. It does. You know? The music's there, the and DNA's I'm there. I'm now just thinking about it. Like you, Rich, I'm looking forward to watching it again. Um, yeah. I might not see in the cinema because it is long. It is over two it and a half long. hours, guys. It is long, but I, it's it's a good long. It is a good long. It made me feel so happy that I even thought, oh, I wonder if there's anything else on after this. I might go and watch something else now. I feel so up and like, it's like half ten at night when it finished, I think. And I was like, I feels like really up for it now. Did you look? And I did look. There was nothing on. Oh. <laughs> Well, there was. I could have watched Indy again. But at that point, I was like, oh, no, I probably won't. I'll go home and watch the sprint race in the Grand Prix. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I'm going again. I'm going again. I'm going again. <laughs> I thought about it. I did. I respect that. This has got a bit of a bashing. Like, I, I, yeah. not, this is really two ways of where people are sitting on this film, it seems. Mm. And I think, I think, I, I don't know how you can't watch it and just enjoy it. I can see how you can watch it and be like, uh, get to the end and be like, well, that's dumb. But there's so much beforehand. Yeah. Like the, the action scenes that took took the dive in the beginning. Like, I mean, there's three big scenes there. Sometimes a bit between them don't I think work. the CGI has left people a lot of people cold. A lot of people Guys, that CGI is so much better than what we had some, in some it films. It's, it's, a lot, I mean, it's a lot better than Ant-Man. Let's yeah. put it that way. Like, you know, it's... Probably a lot better than the Flash. Yes, I think that's a, that's a big thing. I'd be interested to know because I'm a I'm a again like you were saying about you shouldn't you shouldn't review Spielberg movies. I shouldn't review, review Indiana Jones, Jones movies because <laughs> you know 
How do you feel about Crystal Skull? You're not a fan of Crystal Skull. I hate Crystal Skull. I hate it. See, we're, I hate it from the okay very to, beginning. You're okay I hate it from the fridge onwards. Like, I really genuinely hate it. But again, maybe that's, again, that's probably another reason I shouldn't because, you know, I'm such an, a dyed-in-the-wall Indiana Jones fan that if it's slightly, if it's not what, I, what I'm expecting, I'm one of those awful fans who are like, no, it needs to be what I want. <laughs> but isn't this film what fans want? Like, isn't it's what every, I wanted? It's, it's, it's all there, I isn't wanted. it? It's yeah. all there. It's all there. It's, I think it's quite, you know, there's some lovely dialogue in there. Yeah. John Williams' score, guys. Just just go. There's, and some, let that there's a lovely you. bit where Indy gets his whip out and he's like, and then there's the bit because he obviously like in is it Raiders yeah. where the guy gets the sword out and he's like, Wah! and then he just gets the gun out and shoots him. And like this is like he gets the whip out and then everyone just pulls a gun on him and he's like. Oh yeah, misjudged this a bit. <laughs> I like the bit when the Teddy's trying to tell him where to drive in Tangier, and he's like, "I know where I'm going." He's like, "I've been here many times," <laughs> which is it. such like an old, an old a man thing to say, isn't it? Right? Like yeah. it, that's such a dad slash granddad thing to say. Is like, yeah, I know you've lived here your whole life, but I've been here before. I know where I'm going. You know. <laughs> I do have a question: How quick those tuk tuks are? Because yeah, they're keeping See, up with. Proper very motors. fast, and also good knowledge about Moroccan chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but even Teddy was questioning that, so we, I think, they answered that well. Uh, do you want to know quickly what it's doing on Rotten Tomato currently, and where we, we uh, stand? I might, I might find a bit depressed, a bit depressed by it, but let, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Come on then. So, okay, uh, critics, thank you, sequelizers. You're okay. So. Critics, three hundred and seven reviews at the moment. What do you what do you reckon? I would hope no one is given this less than three stars. But I have, whilst I've tried to re- like avoid reviews, I have I have seen things that have been like it's been genuinely poorly received by critics. So, ah, I don't want to say this because I liked it, but I'm guessing about a fifty-five, sixty-eight percent. That's, is better oh, than, that's better than I thought. Yeah, that is better than I thought. So that's that's which makes it hope. positive in Rotten Tomato wise. Yeah, above, yeah, so which is worrying. Audience, what's it worrying? <laughs> <laughs> audience, yeah, audience. Okay, well, if sixty-eight for the critics, I think audience would enjoy this more movie more than the critics because it does give you the feels. I think seventy-seven, eighty-eight. Nice. I love that it's more. Love it. <laughs> love it. I think it's got a really satisfying, after that third act, it's got a really satisfying ending. It does, yeah. It puts it Indy and Marion in a really nice place. Everyone's yeah. friends are happy and getting friends and all loved up. And uh, I think this is a great closure of the Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones chapter. Mm. I think uh, I'm so happy it's ending on a positive for me. Yeah. Because the first three are wall-to-wall bangers. They're like Raiders and Crusade. I actually, I love them. So Dude. glad we're not leaving it on Crystal Skull. Right. Delighted. You know, it's so much better than that. Hopefully, new like there's new like people that never watched adults taking their kids are t- seeing this. I'm like, hey, this is Indiana Jones. This is a big deal, and they're liking it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I mean, the length of it could be a problem for some. I, it's not a kids' movie, I don't think. That's the problem. It's, it's too long for a kids' movie. It's quite dark as well. It's quite dark, but it's you know, it's no darker than than 
Raiders was, really. But it's just long. It's just very long. How, I see a lot I'm, of kids I'm just going to check. How long is Raiders? And I'd be surprised if Raiders is more than two hours. Really surprised. I will tell you the length of all of them. I, I would say Raiders is just under two hours, but I don't know. Raiders, oh man, you nailed it. One hour 55. Yes, Temple of Doom. Indie fan. One hour 58. Yeah, that makes sense. Last I'd Crusade. Say about the same length. I'd say The Last Crusade's a little bit longer. Two hours seven. Nice. Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull felt like about six months long. That, that is the problem with Crystal Skull. Uh, it's not. It's two hours two. Is it? Yeah. So wow. this is by far the longest. By far the longest, film. yeah. I felt like I was watching Crystal Skull for like six months. Like <laughs> it, it does, It really it? drags. That's because you keep rolling your eyes for most of Crystal Skull. <laughs> true, and, um, true. I didn't do that in this film, and that's only a positive. Let's score this motherfucker, and let's let's scoot. Okay. You know, I, I can see why people don't like it. Emily yeah. Murray, who's been on this podcast, brilliant critic. Yeah. She hated this film. And really? She, she called it like the, probably one of the worst films she's seen this year. And I can only <gasps> imagine some of the shit she's watched. Wow. Uh, and you know what? I can, un- I can understand how this, if things don't go your way and you're on the wrong side of that kind of third she's act. She's a very different generation to us as well, though, right? That's like, so true. Oh, we haven't even thought know? about that. Oh, man. I can sort of understand that, I think. Yeah, I can see yeah. how people don't like it. But I feel like you can. there's parts you can have fun with. Mm. But if you... If you, if you grew up in the CGI era, and we we didn't look what we indie is magical those first films because everything's like it seems like it's done in camera. It has this yeah. this texture, this feeling, this almost like you could touch it. And Kid Crystal Skull Does did not, not have like that. that. It it, no. it looked like a everything was done on computers, and you can tell like Star Wars, like Phantom Menace, yeah. of the Clone, it had that feeling. This yeah. one, I would say, is a combination of both. I mean, it, it yeah. doesn't have that complete look of Raiders or Crusade, you know, like you knew you were in the desert all the time kind of thing. But You're right, yeah. You know, when they're underwater, they're not underwater kind of no, thing. clearly. So there's not real killer eels there. <laughs> and the bugs, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is a happy place. So, on that, unequal sequel, it is unequal. Oh, beca- hell yeah. Because... I mean, I'm not being funny. They could have just wheeled out a trolley of turds and left it at the front of the cinema and it had been better so yeah it's definitely unequal than crystal skull yes 100% I think it's the fourth best yes I would still say this is the fourth best Indiana Jones film okay those first three I still wouldn't put it above them but those first three Rich are like you know uh, yeah. very high up in a lot of are I you going to put this above Temple right Temple would be the only one I would put it up I would get it close to because it's not my favourite but you're right. No, it is the fourth. Temple it is has fourth its issues best. now, especially with yeah, know, how the dealing with race. Temple never was my. I never. Temple never was my favourite. To be honest, it was always my my least favourite one until Crystal Skull came along. Obviously, okay. But, Temple but yeah. was my first, so it was my for for a long time. It was oh, my first okay. love of Indiana Jones films. Right. Like I said, that bridge scene I used to love, and the right, the okay. carts and I like short round. I could relate to him, and I always like you wanted to be Indiana Jones. I wanted to be short round. Because oh, I'm always okay. to fucking like help the you yeah know, the sidekick. That's how I see myself <laughs> in my life. Uh, Raiders is my first. I can still remember watching it with my dad. Now we watched it in my dad's. Yeah, watched it with my, my yeah. I, st- I remember it now watching it. If yeah. you haven't watched those films, guys, go and go and watch them again. They're brilliant. Go, definitely go and watch them. But I think I think Last Crusade's my favourite. 
Yeah, actually. I think it is with Sean Connery because yeah. the chemistry of that whole cast is just unbelievable. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it is incredible. The chemistry between the uh, yeah between all of them, but especially Harrison Ford and Sean Connery, it's it's great. It's so father and son. It's amazing. I love it, and I love River Phoenix as young Indy at the start. What an opening that is! It's as so well. good, so good. But yeah, I think I think and the tank chase. Sorry, yes, you're right. This is fourth. I think it's a very close fourth, with Crystal Skull being a very very far away fifth. So far away. <laughs> so far, it's in a different continent. Like that's how that's how big the gap is. So what what are you giving this out of seven? I want you to go first because I know. I was hoping I wasn't gonna have to do this. I seven's perfection. Seven's Yeah. For it's a not seven. It's not seven, it's not Top Gun Two, Maverick. Um, it's not even I, I would say it's probably not even six point seven five, six and three quarters for Spider Verse. No, not it's not it as good as either. I didn't enjoy it as much as Spider Verse. You know what? I would say five and a half. I've been Oh, pretty... I'm higher than that. Okay. I think I think six and a half. So pretty good then. Half. Fucking hell, Rich. It's really good. It's really good. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm being too generous, actually. <laughs> I'm thinking about the Archimedes bit and it's putting me off. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. No, yeah, okay, six, not six and a half. It's a six. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going five and a half. I'm sticking with that because you, you, what, you've taught me around with the whole Helena thing, but not, I'm still there. Yeah. It's got problems, but I, I still really like it. I'd recommend it. If, if people are on the on the fence and they they can't decide, oh, because Crystal Skull might have put them off, or they're yeah. worried about the age of Harrison Ford, or whatever reason, and they're holding back and not going to see a new Indiana Jones film on cinema, mm. I mean that should be your first point of call, like selling. It. And also, an I think there's a lot of themes in this that are actually for sort sort of aimed at older people, or at least like people like us who think about aging and watching your heroes age or myself age Richard. well yeah and that's the other thing is i was watching this and watching indy run and i was like oh yeah i run like that and i'm like <laughs> i'm 40 years younger than him yeah <laughs> oh my shoulders are falling apart as well yes I <laughs> yeah i would push for people to go and see it and just go and make up your own minds if yeah we go haven't ruined it enough with our spoilers well yeah well we might have done but go with an open mind, and if you really hate it, then that's fair. Let us know. But don't think, don't, don't like it, and don't not like it just because we've told you or someone else has told you. Yes, it's Make a big, it's up. a big screen experience. Because let's just say again, it's a John Williams score. We ain't got many yeah. of those. This is a John Williams score, right? Is this it his is last definitely one? John Williams score? Yeah. If it's not a John Williams score, they owe him a hell of a lot of money. John Williams, yeah, music by John Williams. Of course, it is. It was always going to be, right? I was just making sure because he is like 92 now, Rich. Yeah. We do not have many many. John Williams who are left in us. And everyone that we get, we should grab with both hands and go and listen to the best way we can, which is in a cinema on a a big screen. I didn't see it in the IMAX. I saw it on an iSense screen, Dolby Surround Sound, where Atmos... Brilliant. I didn't see it in I, I didn't see it in IMAX or iSense. It was just a normal screen. So I might go and watch it in IMAX next. There you go. It, that's a recommendation from us, and it's a positive Definitely. recommendation. Would you like another recommendation? My recommendation is that uh, anyone listening gets themselves over to another slice.com forward slash unequal sequel, where you can get loads more of us for just two ninety nine a month. How's that for a recommendation? You'll get uh, sequels to our interview episodes. You'll get box set mentality. And you'll get disenfranchised. 
It's almost like we're giving you three extra podcasts for less than three quid a month. I mean, come on. That's value, right? That is value. It means me and Dave are working for like 25 pence a week to put those out. <laughs> yeah. You know? Come on. Oh, it's depressing. Get over there. It's worth it. If you also want to, you know, give us a give us a rating, tell, you can tell us we're completely wrong. Maybe you think we are, we've gone insane and that Dial of Destiny is the worst thing you've ever seen. Get on the social media at Unequal Sequel on Twitter for the moment, but maybe not for much longer, and Instagram, um, where we'll be for a while. You can always get us on there. But you will always be able to get us on Unequal Sequel at hotmail.com. Send us an email. You can send it longer. You know, your Twitter messages aren't that long, but you can send us a nice big long email and we'll read out all your comments in our end of month roundup episode um if you wouldn't mind hitting that little subscribe button hitting the like button giving us five stars tap this out a review that'd be really lovely helps other people find the podcast and that's always a good thing beautiful we've just got to point out um twitter is slowly burning to the ground even more than normal in the last yeah. few days so uh you no one's probably seen our tweets if you follow us but if you do, we do appreciate all the retweets and the likes and anything yeah, we to do. help us get seen because it's... An, I mean, it's, Twitter just seems to hate us for some reason. Absolutely hate. But not just us, Rich. It's everyone that's not one of their loyal yeah. followers if of you the big paid donkey a bl- dick. For a blue tick, Fucking then... idiot that's bought the yeah. shitty fucking thing. Um, <laughs> it's suffice to say that Elon Musk will not be a guest on this podcast <laughs> ever. Oh my God, I don't get what he's doing. Uh, but thank you for, for listening there, all the support. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we, we are looking for other social media, so if you can advise us where we can go, because yeah, TikTok is not working for me. I just want something I can write and not do a video. There must I've be jo- something. I mean, I've joined the Sequelizers Discord server, but I think I've, ri- I've posted on it twice right <laughs> so Maybe we you know you might like be able that. to catch me on there if you want to say hello we're on letterboxd you know yeah. just yell and we'll come running i've got nothing else to say rich so uh thank you for listening see you all next week uh it's a bye-bye bye from me it's a bye <sighs> and it's a bye from him bye see you on the next one sequel to this one go and see indiana jones and the dial of destiny it's pretty good <laughs> Um, I was just about to ask, how many years do you think we're going to wait until they reboot it with, like, Chris Pratt and we're all going to want to kill ourselves? Oh, no! (laughs) No, you've just ruined it! (laughs) Oh...